Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's going on, Ronnie Hill? What's up, cousin? Bring the gunshots back, bitch. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite. Of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. Doing something different today, dog. I ain't wearing no sunglasses, you know. No shade and things like that. This is my first time since the pilot doing the episode with no sunglasses on. This shit feel kind of weird, honestly. And on some real shit, you know, like. Just to put niggas behind the curtain Since it's episode 150 You know like a lot of motherfuckers Probably wouldn't Celebrate the 150th episode Like it's anything different Cause you know it's almost like Just another day but at the same time You know it's 150 it's a nice round Number it's a a multiple Of five and shit it's a multiple Of 50 so you know It's a special Episode so for today I'm gonna do this Motherfucker with no sunglasses on You know, if y'all know, like if any of y'all been like listening since the beginning, I think I've explained this shit a couple times. The reason that I wear sunglasses on my show is literally because I got stage fright. Like I wear sunglasses on this motherfucker because if y'all saw the NWA movie, the scene with Eazy-E, who I used to have behind me in all my episodes and shit, the nigga picture still right there on the wall. But, like, in the scene where Easy e started rapping, he put the sunglasses on, you know, like, just to, I don't know, my nigga. It's something about sunglasses that that make it seem like it's not a million motherfuckers watching you. Like, even though a nigga's in the studio by himself, them sunglasses just make it seem a little more comfortable. So, like, the reason I would wear sunglasses, they was like, uh, what was the movie, uh... It wasn't Baby Boy. It was, uh, I don't know, whatever the Adam Sandler movie was when he was like the little kid, Big Daddy, I think that shit was called, when the nigga put on his little invisible shades. That's the reason that I, that I would wear sunglasses on my show. You know, I wear the motherfucking sunglasses just to, like, cure the stage fright, my nigga, just to, like, make me feel more comfortable on the microphone. But I've been doing this motherfucker for shit, nigga. Um, you know, in January, it'll be four years I've been doing this shit. So it's like I don't really need the sunglasses no more. I'm still going to wear sunglasses, my nigga. Next episode, what's going on in the world according to Eric? My nigga Eric Devontae, what's going on? Sports for You podcast, John Watson, my nigga Noodle, Motherhood, Sex, Marijuana, uh, Anique One. Uh, on Candy 26s and all y'all who just popped up in this motherfucker heart made a... Rose Gold and all y'all who just popped in. But that's like the story of the sunglasses and a too much game podcast, dog. I wear the sunglasses to cure stage fright because 
Whenever I would get on this motherfucker, that shit would make me nervous, my nigga. I ain't gonna front. I'll be nervous when I do podcasts. I just kick my goddamn camera. But like today's episode, I'm gonna do the shit with no sunglasses. Just because I just didn't feel like putting them on. It's a hot day and all that good shit. So I was like, fuck it, nigga. Let me take the shades off. But anyway, today's episode, um, I think it's going to be somewhat similar to the last episode. Not much about bitch asses and bitch ass niggas, but more about conduct unbecoming of a gentleman. You know, like last episode, I got on the bitch ass niggas. This episode is going to be more geared toward the conduct of real niggas. How real niggas should act. What real niggas should be doing. Shit that real niggas just don't do. You know, like, I went real hard last episode. And um, this week, something that I've, I've been seeing a lot in the news is uh, the baby. The baby's album flopped from what I hear. I heard the shit was whack. I'm not a big fan of the nigga, honestly. Like, I'm more of a fan of the character that he was more than the music that he made because I was never, he he ain't really got no songs I fuck with. Not that I dislike the nigga, but I just never cared for his music. But I did, you know, kind of fuck with the character. Like, oh, the nigga's a little gangster type of nigga from North Carolina. You know, he shot a nigga in self-defense. You know, he he kind of seemed like a little gangster type of dude. But, like, just... Over the course of his career, he been doing a lot of goofy shit, especially as of real recent, you know, like uh, the bigger news other than the fact that his album flop was the fact that he said something in one of his songs about him fucking Meg the Stallion the day before she got shot. That shit weak as a motherfucker. What's going on? Black Power Squad gang gang in the motherfucking building like. This motherfucker bragged about fucking Megan Thee Stallion the day before she got shot on an album that was already trash, which kind of makes me feel like this nigga probably knew the album was going to be garbage. So he needed some shit to kind of draw attention to the motherfucker. But that's kind of besides the point. Like, honestly, what I really wanted to talk about in general is just the fact that nigga, that's just some shit real niggas don't do. You know, like the baby has been on kind of like a pedestal of being a real nigga just because of the body that he caught. You know, like there was an incident where the nigga like beat up some internet troll who had been like kind of, you know, just kept his name in his mouth for a long time. So he beat the nigga up in like the mall or some shit, which in hindsight now it seemed like a clout chase move. But like I said, nigga, that, that shit that he did recently as far as bragging, Daddy fuck Megan the Stallion, nigga. Real niggas don't do that, my nigga. That is not no real nigga shit. Bragging on your dick, that is conduct unbecoming of a gentleman, my nigga. That's just some shit real niggas ain't got to do, my nigga. What do you say? Dude got stripes for killing a teenager. And see, that's the thing. Nobody really put context to the situation of what he did. Like, none of us knew, nigga. All we knew is that, you know, he caught a body. They said it was fucking self-defense. But at the same time, like, nigga, I didn't know what the fuck the, what the fuck he did, my nigga. Damn, I got to text my kid's mom about my daughter because she's at her grandparents' house. But, uh, you know, I, I couldn't find her motherfucking ass for a minute, my nigga. So now I have to coordinate my daughter getting home and shit. 
So let me take a small little texting break in the middle of my motherfucking episode, my nigga. You know, but like, that's the thing. Like, niggas who brag on they dick, that's that bullshit. Him shooting homeboy. Nigga, when I saw the video, honestly, I didn't really feel like it was, um, what you call it? I didn't feel like it was self-defense on some real shit. It looked like he started the fucking altercation. But, you know, I don't know, my nigga. That little shit that the nigga did, it was not cool. It wasn't fly. It wasn't conduct that a real nigga would do, my nigga. Bragging about fucking a woman, especially the fact that you a celebrity, because a celebrity already got access to celebrity pussy. So you bragging that you fucked a celebrity, that shit is some sucker shit, my nigga. I don't really care for that, my nigga. You know, especially the fact that this nigga album falling off and this motherfucker decide to do that at this time. It just was a bad fucking look for the nigga. I think that I ain't going to say we've seen the end of the baby. But nigga, it's definitely quiet for that nigga out here in these motherfucking streets. Now that I'm done fucking texting, I could focus on what the fuck I'm talking about. But again, as far as what the motherfucker did in the Walmart. It looked like that motherfucker started the fight. I didn't know the nigga who he shot was a teenager on some real shit. I thought it was just a random fucking op. But besides the point, bragging on your dick is just not some shit that real motherfuckers do. This whole episode, what I'm going to be talking about is just conduct that real motherfuckers engage in and shit that real motherfuckers don't engage in. Bragging on your dick, not us. Clout chasing in general. Not us. Because the thing is, when you a real one, the attention that you want is already going to be there. The attention that you're trying to get is going to be there. Because any real nigga in anything, nigga, whether you a actor, rapper, singer, comedian, Instagram influencer, motivational speaker, author, or anything like that. The attention that you want is going to come based on the merit of the talent that you display. You ain't going to have to come with the goofy ass antics and all the stupid ass shit just to get attention, my nigga. That's the mistake that I feel like the baby made because a lot of us looked at the baby as a real nigga just because of the action that he engaged in what he did or what we thought he did. Allegedly, you know, you caught a body in self-defense. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, like I said in the last episode, niggas be thinking just because you kill somebody, you a real nigga. And that's not the case. Just because you're a violent person, that don't make you a real nigga. You know, a real nigga could de-escalate a motherfucking situation, my nigga. A real nigga could settle with beef through a conversation. A real nigga could talk his way out of some shit. And not talking his way out of some shit in the context of you afraid of the interaction, but more the fact that you talking your way out of that shit to avoid you putting your shit at risk, to avoid you fucking him up and ending up in jail, my nigga. You know, because that's the thing. You know, like they say, we can handle it like gentlemen or we can get into some gangster shit. You know, when Goldie said that shit, nigga, handling the shit like gentlemen is sitting down and talking about some shit. Like some grown ass men. Real niggas don't always have to resort to violence. Violence is something that you resort to after speech fails. After logic fails. Nigga, you only talk or you only talk with your motherfucking hands 
when you've done everything you could to verbally settle an altercation. You know, because I've said maybe was that like episode four or five or some shit that I got three ways of conflict resolution. Conversation, compensation or separation. Nigga, if we can't talk that shit out, then. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. By eliminating stigma and embracing harm reduction programs like lay responder naloxone access, we can stand together and save lives. In just one year, Indiana Lawson estimated 2,051 Hoosiers to opioid overdose. But these deaths could have been avoided by quickly administering naloxone. To receive training and a free naloxone kit, reach out to Ship Happens at harm-lessindiana.org. It's completely confidential, so please contact Ship Happens at harm-lessindiana.org. Nigga, whatever money's got to get exchanged, because a lot of times that's the reason that motherfuckers is into it. It's either some pussy, some money, or a verbal misunderstanding. So if we can't talk it out or, you know, like if you hit my car or some shit, which goes back to it actually being a situation where it's a, a, a monetary situation. Nigga, if we can't talk this shit out, then nigga, you know, money going to have to exchange hands. And if money can't exchange hands... Or we can't just have the conversation where we can come to an understanding. Maybe we don't need to be around each other. Now, if those three things don't work, then it's going to have to get, you know, with the fisticuffs and with the physical shit. But at the end of the day, nigga, that's the last fucking resort. You know, like whenever I know niggas or whenever I see niggas and we have conversation and they immediately go to trying to be violent with motherfuckers, that immediately makes me think. Number one, you're a horrible communicator. Number two, you ain't the sm- the smartest motherfucker in the world. And number three, you either stupid or broke. So I guess that's four. Nigga, those are the only things, my nigga. Because me, I do my best to avoid violence. In all fucking aspects, my nigga. No matter where I'm at in life, I do my best to keep shit from going violent, especially because it's 2022 motherfucking niggas out here getting their brains blown out over nothing. You know, niggas getting shot over chicken sandwiches and shit now. You know, so nine times out of ten, nigga, I do my best to de-escalate any fucking situation that I'm in. And like I tell people, it's not because I'm afraid to beat a nigga ass. I've done it before. It ain't like I'm afraid of a motherfucking shootout, my nigga. I've been a member of a gang before, dog. Like, it ain't a lot of violent shit that I'm afraid of. What I'm afraid of is being away from my motherfucking kids. What I'm afraid of is having to talk to my kids through collect calls. You know, what I'm afraid of is sitting on, you know, sitting in the motherfucking box, hoping that people on the street could find the kindness in their heart to answer my phone call or to send me some money. Or to send me some pictures or some shit like that. You know, like that's the fucking thing about, you know, niggas who move a certain way. You know, niggas who be in the street, niggas who move with violence, my nigga. 
You know, it ain't always about you being afraid of what another nigga will do to you. Nigga, I'm way more afraid of the consequences of what I might do to another nigga. You know, because like I've told y'all, nigga, my step-pops practically raised me from prison. So, nigga, I told y'all what last episode and episodes before that. You ain't the only one doing time, my nigga. Your family is doing time with you because they doing time away from you. They don't want to see their daddy go away. Motherfuckers don't want to see their brother go away. Motherfuckers don't want to see their son go away. Motherfuckers don't want to see their uncle, nephew, whatever the fuck your relation is to your family. Don't nobody want to see you go away behind a failure to fucking communicate. You know, a failure to pay a debt. You know, a, a failure to just be man enough to walk away from some shit. Because like I said, nigga, shooting a nigga easy, dog. Killing a nigga is not as hard as they make that shit sound in these rap songs. Nigga, all you need is a gun. You know, nigga, to pull a trigger don't take nothing. My nigga, a little kid could pull a trigger and shoot a motherfucker. It's not difficult. What's going on? Conversations with them. What's going on? Notorious moms or something. What's going on? The bomb hair company. But, like, that's the thing. So, like, when it comes to me, it's a lot of interactions that I'd much rather just de-escalate so I don't have to go there with niggas. You know, and that's the thing. I would rather handle every interaction that I go to as a gentleman. You know, I carry myself as a gentleman. I'm a man of respect. I offer respect because I expect respect. I demand and command respect. You know, because a lot of the shit that, you know, like, I'll see things happen to people. You know, like, I look at, um, what's homie name? Like, Terry Crews and the fact that the little white dude grabbed him by the dick. You know, and whenever I see shit like that happen to grown-ass men, I always ask myself this question. What did you do to create an environment where a person felt comfortable enough to do that shit to you? Because like I said, nigga, I don't carry myself like I'm a violent person. I don't carry myself like I just can't wait to whoop a nigga ass. I don't walk around bragging like I got a pistol on me at all times and no stupid ass shit like that. But at the same time, the presence that I have brings me the type of respect that I just feel like ain't nobody going to come at me like that. You know, and this is what I say about moving like a gentleman. Like, you know, this is just the way that I feel like all men should carry themselves. Like, what was it that you did or what was it that you said or what interactions has Terry Crews had with these people that made these motherfuckers feel like it was okay to grab his dick? Because he's a big fucking dude. He ain't no little dude. You know, like, that ain't no shit that you just randomly do, my nigga, especially as a smaller white dude. Like, what was it that made him feel so comfortable that he will violate a motherfucker that looked like that? You know, and this is what I say about your presence commanding and demanding respect, nigga. If you carry yourself like you're a motherfucking bootlicker in any situation, if you carry yourself like there's somebody that's more important than you, they're going to treat you as such. You know, so like this is the thing with carrying yourself as a motherfucking man. You know, like I did the fucking episode, uh, Real Masculinity is Never Toxic. I did it not too long ago. Like, I meant to do an episode like this. Like, I've talked to people and they told me that I should do episodes like this. But I kind of didn't want to revisit some shit so soon. But I think it might have been like six or seven episodes already. So I'm like, all right, nigga, let me go ahead and, 
you know, get this motherfucker in real quick. You know, but like, that's the thing. Like today's episode is going to all be about how a man should motherfucking carry yourself. You know, and this ain't going to go into how niggas should dress and all that shit. Cause you know, like it's 2022 motherfuckers are just doing all kind of shit, you know? Cause I remember having a conversation about Dwayne Wade, you know, and uh, masculinity because, you know, for all y'all know, the nigga's son is a girl now and, you know, the whole trans shit that I don't really be getting all into because, you know, truth be told, like, I'm friends with a trans male, somebody who was born a woman and now, you know, presents as a man, you know, the whole surgery and all that. He's a male now. He was born a female. Now he's a male. I don't get into all the pronouns and, you know, the whole shit with the the, the Rainbow Mafia because that shit just a lot. So as far as when it comes to masculinity and a man, a man who presents himself as a motherfucking man, it ain't a whole lot of ways to do that shit. You know, when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community, them niggas do whatever the fuck they want to do, nigga. It's a rainbow. It's multiple colors. Some of the colors mix and match and, you know, different shades and all that old shit. But when it comes to being a motherfucking man, I feel like that shit is black and white. Nigga, if you LGBT and you say that you a motherfucking a trans male, nigga, say that part. Because just saying you a man, I feel like, you know, and fuck it. However you feel, it's how the fuck you feel. When it comes to shit like that, like, nigga, if you a trans male, you a trans male. Say that part. Nigga, don't just say you a male. Just like how it comes to the women. In the trans community and how they get into it with the regular straight motherfuckers. And they want to just be called women. A woman is a woman. You don't have a uterus. So if you want for me to call you a woman, I'll call you that. If you want to be called she, we can call you she. We can call you her and all that shit. But nigga, just say the trans part. Because that's what the fuck it is. Not to be confused with women who were born women because I feel like that shit is offensive. You know, it's the same as like if you've ever worn certain camouflage around motherfuckers who've been in the military, they'll check you about that shit. Because if you haven't served in the military, nigga, they take offense to you wearing that shit. And that's kind of how it is with men and women. You know, this is how it is with a whole lot of shit, my nigga. Nobody wants to have somebody who don't belong to the group that you with presenting as being in the group you with. The same with gangbanging. False flagging is, nigga, grounds for getting your motherfucking ass beat, if not worse. If you ain't from the set, don't claim the set. Because we don't need outsiders making our shit look fucked up. The same, the reason that them niggas wanted to lay 6 9 bitch ass down is because he was claiming some shit that he wasn't from. And he was putting mud all over that shit. So this is like a lot of what this episode going to be about. A lot of what last episode touched on. And this is just going to be like a a little more precise little piece of that shit. You know, because when it comes to actually being a man, there's ways... That you go about it. There's things that a real man just flat out don't do. There's things that us as real men 
going to have to start calling out like behaviors that we going to have to start checking motherfuckers when they don't display them or when they go contrary to it. Because like, you know, as far as the women who have platforms nowadays, they've been saying a lot of shit. Men do this. Men do that. You know, and it's like niggas going to have to really start separating themselves from the men that do shit like that. You know, like a lot of these niggas who move like females, a lot of these niggas who be on the catty shit, a lot of the niggas who be on the petty shit, a lot of niggas who be on punk shit, real niggas going to have to start separating themselves from that shit. You know, and I, 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 me personally, like I'm going to have to really start like changing my motherfucking language because I'll be saying real niggas a lot. And I feel like that term has gotten fucked up. You know, because me, I've always considered myself to be a real one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. At Kroger, we believe fresh means holding all our produce to a higher standard. To make sure a bad apple won't spoil the whole bunch, we do up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies. We check for things like sunburns and scarring, making sure you only get the crunchiest apples. In fact, only the best produce like juicy pears, zesty oranges, and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh for everyone, we want our fruits and veggies to be the apple of your eye. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. But at the same time, it's a lot of punk ass motherfuckers that been running around calling they self a real nigga. And it's like, nigga, if, if that's what a real nigga is, I don't want to be associated with it no more. Because like even like with a lot of rappers, like a lot of motherfuckers who just display violent behavior. A lot of motherfuckers look at a motherfucker who's violent as a real nigga. A lot of motherfuckers. Look, oh, man, that nigga, that nigga shot three people. He a real nigga. Man, that nigga beat up so-and-so. He a real nigga. That nigga, you know, like, they always associate that shit with violence. And violence don't make you a fucking real nigga. It's a lot of real niggas who, who, who non Like, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King was non-violent. But I consider Martin Luther King to be a real nigga. You know, just because a motherfucker don't stay in conflict don't make him no less of a real nigga. He was brave and all that shit, my nigga. I, I consider Martin Luther King to be very courageous. Even though he wasn't a violent man, he was very courageous. Shit, just like fucking Malcolm X. Malcolm X may have preached if a motherfucker slapped you, slapped him back. But in the time that we were aware of Malcolm X, nigga, it ain't like it's no videos of him fighting nobody. Ain't no videos of him shooting nobody. There's a picture of him standing next to the window with a rifle. But at the same time, it ain't like, you know, Malcolm X was out there slapping the shit out of motherfuckers. He just preached the fact that you don't allow nobody to come at you a certain way. If they do that, you must demonstrate. But at the same time, nigga, he was a man who communicated himself very well. He was a man whose communication demanded respect. His presence commanded respect. And that's what the fuck I'm talking about in today's episode. You as a man have to carry yourself where you give respect and you receive respect. 
the man that you are should demand respect, not because of what you'll do to a person, not because you're a violent person, but just because you a real motherfucker. And that's how the fuck you get out. You ain't going to talk to me like that because I ain't going to talk to you like that. You ain't going to come at me like that because I wouldn't come at you like that. Now, I'll match your motherfucking energy because if you come with disrespect, I'm going to return that. Nigga, I might go above and beyond that. But let's not get to that. You know, that's how I carry myself as a motherfucking man, my nigga. You know, I don't fucking carry myself in a way where I'm like, nigga, I beat anybody ass in this motherfucker. I, I knock one of you motherfuckers out. I don't walk into no room like that, my nigga. You know, I don't I don't do that whole thing. Everybody who knows me, anybody who's known me for any amount of time, no, that's not how I carry myself. I don't carry myself like the king of the fucking tough guys. I ain't no tough guy. I'm a regular nigga. I ain't no bitch, though. Like, that's the main fucking thing when it, when it come to me, my nigga. One thing of everybody who's always known me throughout my life, I ain't never carry myself like the nigga who'll beat anybody ass. I just carry myself as a nigga who you don't want to put your motherfucking hands on. I carry myself as a nigga who, why would you put your fucking hands on me? You know, because that's the bigger question than anything, my nigga. You know, like I've told people, like, you know, there was a motherfucker who, not that we had conflict, but we had a conversation about if we had a conflict. And I told him, the fucked up thing about me and you getting into a fucked up interaction, me and you having what we would call a beef, they would immediately blame you. They would immediately look at you like you the villain if me and you got into it. Not because I'm just the nonviolent, quiet, meek, you know, victim of everything. But just the fact that what the fuck made you get into it with Dolomite? Now, as much shit as I talk on here, as much as I say bitch ass nigga, call niggas bitches, call females bitches and all type of shit. As much as I talk like that, I don't carry myself like the type of person that somebody would just have a beef with. Because I'm a communicator. So if I'm having a fucking disagreement with somebody, this nigga was immediately going to get looked at as the the aggressor because I'm not the nigga that nobody's going to be getting into it with. Now, at the same time, if it would have happened, nigga, I would have cut that nigga's fucking head off. But at the same time, nigga, I'm not the type of nigga that motherfuckers look at as in those interactions. Because why the fuck would you beef with a nigga like me? Because like I tell niggas, I'm a gentleman. You know, I I communicate. I would much rather talk out a fucking disagreement privately than take it to some bullshit. Because like I said, nigga, a lot of the motherfuckers who I know who don't mind doing stupid ass shit. Like I say, as far as people with slick mouths. I describe them as people who don't know what their blood tastes like. You know, I say this all the time. If you hear me say that nigga talking like he don't know what his blood tastes like, that mean that you talking shit and you must have never got punched in your motherfucking mouth in the middle of your motherfucking sentence before. That's why you talking like that. You know, a lot of what it was that made me carry myself a certain way is experiences I've had. Nigga, because a lot of the, you know, like I tell y'all, nigga, I'm not Mr. Perfect. Like, I don't. Come on here and speak into this microphone as a nigga who ain't never made no mistakes. I come to speak to y'all niggas as a nigga who a lot of this shit that I teach is because it's shit that I had to learn. A lot of times the hard way. Nigga, I've talked shit about a nigga 
for a cool minute because he owed me money. You know, nigga, I I was waiting to run into this motherfucker. And I'm telling you, I'm finna beat this shit out of James. When I see James, I'm going to fuck James motherfucking ass up. Tell James I said it. I'm going to beat James motherfucking ass. Nigga, one day I'm sitting in my motherfucking apartments, big chilling, just minding my motherfucking black-owned business. And I hear the nigga voice behind me like, hey, nigga, I heard you telling niggas you was going to beat my ass. Mind you, I'm like 12. You know, stupid-ass 12-year-old, <laughs> young Dolomite, little t- tiny, itty-bitty little Dolomite. Nigga, and I'm sitting here talking shit. I can't even see this nigga behind me. Yeah, nigga, I told them niggas I was going to beat your ass because I'm going to fuck you up. Nigga, I turned around, nigga. It's this nigga and, like, six niggas from high school. Mind you, I'm 12. All the niggas he with in high school, nigga. Nigga, the rest was me getting my ass whooped, basically, my nigga. It is what it is, my nigga. I'm I'm not undefeated in, in the, the arena of violence, my nigga. And nigga put the paws on me, nigga. And the thing was, nigga... Once I seen them niggas he was with, I I froze. I ain't even gonna front. I, I was afraid to throw a punch. All I'm thinking is, if I hit this nigga, I'm getting packed the fuck out. So on some real shit, nigga, I, I, I took my ass whooping like a bitch. I didn't run, because I ain't want to run, nigga. Like, I ain't, I ain't a bitch, bitch. So I sat there, nigga, took them blows, nigga. But I sure waited for them niggas to be gone before I got up. And just walk the fuck off like, all right, nigga, you did that. And the crazy shit, my nigga, and this goes to the nigga who I am. I caught this nigga like four years later, dog. And it's crazy because I had my niggas with me and he was by himself. And, you know, this goes into the message that that I'm fucking breaking down right now. I ain't do shit. Literally, I seen him. It's like James, nigga turned around. It's like, I see you, my nigga. And a nigga, you know, like he looked like he, I'm, I'm not, I ain't finna touch you, dog. Like, you got me, my nigga. That shit was, I was 12. Valuable lesson learned. Do your thing, nigga. If I see the nigga to this day, I ain't gonna do shit to that nigga. Because at the end of the day, nigga, that was a valuable lesson to me. Because something that I always say, don't say nothing about a nigga that you wouldn't say to a nigga. You know, like something that I'm I'm big on because of that actual lesson that I had to learn the hard way is you don't never show your whole fucking hand, my nigga. Because at the end of the day, nigga, that was my pride that got me fucked up, my nigga. Because I could have easily just waited until I seen him and demonstrated on his motherfucking ass when it got on sight. But instead, nigga, I ran my little ass 12 year old mouth to everybody at the school and that nigga, you know, he got ready. He said, all right, let me go get my niggas. Since Mr. Dolomite finna beat my ass and shit, nigga, let me go ahead and get my homies just in case. You know, so I had to take that L, my nigga. You know, and it is what it is. Like, you know, I ain't ashamed of this shit. Because at the end of the day, like I said, nigga, I got losses and I got wins. I beat up niggas three times at nigga size. But at the end of the day, nigga, that just was a valuable lesson that I had to learn in life, my nigga. You know, I'm not better behind the shit. It just is what it is. What's going on, dope money? You know, but like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, when it comes to life, it's a lot of lessons that a motherfucker just gonna have to learn. And when it comes to being a real motherfucking man, it's just ways that real men carry themselves. It's just shit that real men just don't do, my nigga. Like, that shit right there, I could have escalated that shit. 
Like, nigga, just like he caught me slipping with all his homeboys, I could have did the same shit to him. Because his homeboys, they didn't jump in. Them niggas didn't pack me out. I just thought they would. So, nigga, I backed up off it. Like I said, nigga, I froze up. Nigga, nigga hit me probably like, you know, we 12, my nigga. So it wasn't like the nigga stomped me out or no shit like that, my nigga. It just was a quick little doom, 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 doom. Nigga probably hit me like six or seven times and shit. You know, nigga, I played the role like I was dazed and just walked the fuck off. Like, it wasn't no major shit. But at the same time, like, nigga, it's just a lesson that I had to learn. What's going on? Oh, that's Jay. How you doing? You know, but, like, that's the fucking thing. Just as men, it's situations that, in hindsight, I'd have handled that shit a whole lot different. As a grown-ass man, when I have a conflict with a dude, nine times out of ten, it's some shit that I'd rather just handle verbally. Because at the end of the day, the nigga owed me some money, and the nigga basically told me he wasn't going to pay me. I'm 12. So, nigga, to immediately, instead of just socking his ass up at the time, because we was on campus at school, I was like, nigga, after school, I'm going to fuck this nigga up. And I'm walking around the fucking school telling everybody I'm going to do the shit. So, by the time this nigga caught me, nigga, he deep. He already got his homies with him. So, I got caught slipping. Shit got, you know, <laughs> I took an L that motherfucking day. But this is the thing with being a fucking man, dog. When you older, a lot of that situation, if I'd have handled that shit today, it'd have just been like my nigga. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I need that money Or if you ain't got that money for me We don't need to be around each other Because at the end of the day If I run into you again I might need to have some fisticuffs with you But at the same time I'm not making no threat my nigga Cause real niggas don't make threats You either do that shit Or you shut the fuck up Because this is the thing When it comes to motherfucking manhood A big part of manhood being a motherfucking gentleman, being a real one. Real motherfuckers move in silence, my nigga. We don't brag on what we gonna do. We don't talk about what we gonna do before we do it. We don't talk about what we gonna do after we do it. We let the work speak for itself. As a real man, you move on merit. You don't move on bragging. You know, like I tell y'all motherfuckers as far as this podcast shit go, like shit that I've got into with other podcasters about the competitive aspect of this shit. I didn't fucking start saying that I was the best until other motherfuckers start saying that shit. Nigga, I didn't, I don't fucking put the best podcast, blah, blah, blah in the tagline. I don't say it in the beginning. I don't say it in the end. I let my work speak for me. I let my motherfucking show speak for itself. Nigga, I post clips of the show. Nigga, I don't fucking just post little things and say, the dopest episode. This is going to be a hot one. I don't say none of that shit, nigga. I just say I got an episode out. Whether it's good or not, nigga, I let y'all motherfuckers decide. I don't brag on shit. I don't brag on my dick. When I tell, when I'm talking to women and talking about sexual interactions that we might go into, I don't tell them what I'm going to do. I let my dick speak for itself. And I don't turn around and brag about having sex with no woman. Because like I said, that shit the baby did, that's some sucker shit, my nigga. 
What is you bragging for? You shouldn't be bragging about having sex with no woman, my nigga. Because at the end of the day, if you really a real nigga, she should be bragging about fucking you. Like I said, nigga, there's certain women I won't even fucking sleep with because I honestly feel like that bitch gonna brag about fucking me. And I can't have that. Nigga, I don't want no female I fuck with for it to come out the fact that we had sex with each other and I'll be embarrassed about the shit. I'm not putting my dick in no woman I'm gonna be embarrassed to fuck. I just had this fucking conversation with one of my homegirls in the DM before I started this episode. I'm not putting my dick in no woman I'm afraid to have a child with. Because like I said, my nigga, this is when when you moving like a grown ass man, you're conscious of all your moves as a grown ass man. Because as a grown ass man, you stay accountable for your motherfucking actions. You're responsible for your motherfucking actions. So you don't do shit that you're going to have to apologize for later. You don't do shit that you're going to be ashamed of later. You stay conscious in the moment. You don't move off of motherfucking emotions. Real niggas don't move off emotions. Real niggas move off of logic. A gentleman is a logical person. Punk ass niggas move off emotion. Women move off emotion. So when niggas getting all these violent interactions a lot of times, that's because these niggas is moving off emotion. Oh, my anger. I was mad. I took off on that nigga because I was mad. I beat my girl up because I was mad. I did this stupid shit because I was mad. I said this stupid shit because I was mad. Real niggas don't move out of fucking emotions. Real niggas move off of logic. 99 times out of 100, my nigga, when I get mad, I shut the fuck up. When I'm, when I'm in my feelings, I shut the fuck up. You know, when I was in my marriage, y'all niggas could ask my kid's mom, my nigga. The madder I get, the quieter I get. You know, and in the beginning of our relationship, she would always ask me, like, why don't we argue? Like, why do you just shut the fuck up whenever you get mad? Why don't you communicate? And I always tell her. Because I would hate to say something that I can't take back because of my motherfucking anger. I don't want to allow my temporary emotions to allow me to say something that's going to have permanent fucking consequences. Nigga, damn near 40 minutes in, nigga. That's the first time I dropped a bomb and took a sip, nigga. I'm just freestyling. I ain't said shit I wrote on this motherfucker. What you say, my nigga, uh, Benji Banks? Big facts, bro, gotta be a Scorpio because that's me to a T. Exactly, my nigga, I'm a Scorpio, nigga. November 5th, you know, but like, that's the fucking thing, nigga. Real niggas move off logic, not emotion. Your emotions gonna make you say and do shit that you gonna end up regretting. That's not becoming of a man. That's not gentleman fucking behavior. A gentleman don't move like that. A gentleman waits until he's in the right frame of mind before he speaks a real motherfucking gentleman speaks off of what the fuck he's thinking up here not from in here because a lot of times when you speak from your heart you say stupid shit you know nigga your brain is smart nigga your heart ain't you know so i don't speak from the heart i speak from the mind what you say bless at it daddy is grown man shit and we women can learn from that too yeah exactly like that's the thing my nigga Because there's a lot of shit that 
is attributed to women. But nigga, I know women who logical. I know women who move based way more on strategy than they do off emotion, my nigga. You know, there's women out here who who could really nigga put their heart in the back seat and really move with their mind, my nigga. You know, and that's the thing. That's the reason that I feel like a lot of the shit has to be said to men. It has to be taught to men. It has to be shown to men. Because a lot of men miss out on this shit because a lot of niggas was raised by their mama and they move like their mama. They move like a woman because they was raised by a woman. You know, like this is the reason fathers are important. This is the reason that even as a woman, if you raising a boy, you should be having your son around real motherfucking men. Because, nigga, a lot of these niggas is missing out on a lot of these motherfucking lessons. It's a lot of shit that us as men, we need to be on and we not as a group. I'm not saying we meaning me. I mean we meaning men. It's a lot of shit that men just, they need to be better at. Especially when it comes to taking accountability for their own actions. Holding other men accountable. Because like I said on the last episode, you know, there's a lot of women that say shit like, Men don't hold their friends accountable, and that's that bullshit. You know, nigga, we really need to be motherfucking holding our friends accountable. Nigga, if you got a homeboy who you know won't suck a shit, nigga, you shouldn't be afraid to tell that nigga he on some sucker shit, or he ain't your friend, and vice versa. I wouldn't even want to be around no nigga who can't tell me I'm in the wrong. I couldn't really fuck with you if you see me doing some bullshit and you don't check me on it. You hear some bullshit about it and you don't bring it to my motherfucking attention, my nigga. You shouldn't be so afraid of me that you think that, oh, well, I can't tell Uncle Dolomite that was some sucker shit because he might blah, blah, blah. Nigga, I'm a grown-ass motherfucking man. Nigga, I can handle accountability. I can take responsibility. You know, like I said, nigga, ain't no nigga perfect. Nigga, I done made mistakes. You know, like I tell y'all, nigga, the cousin who I'm the closest to, my cousin Lil Mike. Nigga, the thing I love so much about Lil Mike, he always hold me accountable. Whenever I do some shit that he feel is wrong, nigga, he gonna be the first nigga to say something about that shit. You know, whether I like the shit or not. You know, sometimes I be feeling like I ain't wrong at all, but he always gonna speak on it. And that's what I love about the nigga. Nigga, whether I like the shit or not, he's always gonna bring that shit to my motherfucking attention. And vice versa. Nobody who I fuck with could honestly sit up here and tell you, they was doing some sucker shit in front of me and I allowed that. I guarantee nobody who you know who know me is going to say that. Nobody who you see me around, nigga, I don't fuck with no niggas on sucker shit. I don't allow sucker shit around me. And if I can't correct you, I get the fuck away from you. That's the fucking, th- I don't deal with niggas who be on bitch shit. I'm going to tell you as many times as I can. I'm going to do the best that I can to correct you. But if I can't correct you, I got to get the fuck away from you. Because real men don't hang with bitch ass niggas. What you say? I hope my friends tell a nigga whole point of having a friend is a nigga who can tell you in your language. Exactly, my nigga. And if you can't, you don't need to be around that motherfucker. I can't be around a nigga who I can't correct and vice versa. I can't be around a nigga who's going to allow me to fuck up. You know, like, this is, like, one of the things that I be saying about a lot of celebrities. Like, when I see them niggas make suck-ass moves, it's like, nigga, you ain't got no real niggas around you. You know, and that's a scary position when you a fucking celebrity. Because at the end of the day, you the money. So a lot of motherfuckers be afraid to check you because they feel like, 
Well, if I tell this nigga this, he might stop supporting me. If I tell this nigga this, he might stop taking care of me. If I if I say this shit to this nigga, we might fall out and he might he might stop putting money in my pocket. And at the end of the day, me personally, I don't give a fuck. Nigga, you could be a multi motherfucking billionaire. You could be paying my rent and my bills. If I can't hold your ass accountable, I don't need to be around your motherfucking ass. Nigga, it ain't even worth it for me to be kicking it with a suck ass nigga because he's giving me some motherfucking money. Because real men make their money on their own merit any goddamn way. So it shouldn't be no nigga in the world you afraid to check because it ain't no nigga in the world you need. What you say, Benji? Just facts, people who are used to drama expect a dude to move like them. Nah, move around. Exactly, my nigga. You know, that's another fucking part of being a real man. Real men do what they do. They don't do what she do. You know, like it's a lot of motherfuckers that be in relationships and girls will do some petty shit and a nigga will do some petty shit back. Real niggas don't move like females. Real niggas don't let a motherfucking female run the fucking interaction between them, dog. You know, nigga, just because she petty, that don't mean you got to be petty back, my nigga. That's some sucker shit. What's going on, my nigga? Rodis, Rodis live and shit. Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Just because she do something don't mean you got to do something back. Real niggas ain't petty. Real niggas ain't vengeful. Real niggas ain't bitter. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's for women, my nigga. And women ain't supposed to carry these these characteristics either. But those are the characteristics that are attributed to women. There's women who ain't none of that. But at the end of the day, there should damn sure not be no men who is any of that shit. Like just because she do some shit don't mean I got to do that shit back. Because I'm a motherfucking man. If she move a certain way and I don't like it, I'm moving the fuck away from her motherfucking ass. And that's it. Nigga, if a woman cheat, you don't cheat back. You leave. If a woman do some shit you don't like, nigga, you correct it or you get the fuck away. That's it. A real nigga not finna put his hands on no motherfucking woman. A real nigga's presence should demand the respect that he's supposed to get from the woman. The fact that you an honest motherfucking man should get the respect that you want from a woman. Nigga, you shouldn't have to use the power of your motherfucking hands to get no motherfucking respect from no woman. Any woman who you got to raise your voice at or raise your hand at ain't the woman for you, and that's it. 
Like me, I ain't never had no problem when it comes to respect with a motherfucking woman. And that's because, like I always say, nigga, you gonna respect me or I'm getting the fuck out your motherfucking face. And that's it. Nigga, I'm not finna sit up here and try to convince you that you should respect me. You should respect me because of the nigga who I am. Nigga, I'm an honest motherfucker. I'm a real motherfucker. I'm a man of principles, morals, integrity, and character. If you can't respect that, I don't need to be around your motherfucking ass. Male or female. If a nigga don't respect the fact that I'm a real ass motherfucker, I don't need to be around that nigga. Because real recognize real. So if you can't recognize the real in me, your ass just ain't real. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. I'm not pushing and shoving on no motherfucking woman to get my respect. If a woman say something that I don't fucking feel, nigga, if I can't check that shit verbally, nigga, she got to get the fuck up on my goddamn face. And that's it. I'm not finna be like, no, bitch, you ain't gonna talk to me like that. <laughs> nigga, if you ain't gonna talk, you, you, you damn sure ain't gonna talk to me like that. Cause nigga, you gonna be talking to my back. Or I'm gonna be talking to your back. But I'm not finna sit up here and allow no motherfucker to sit up here and fucking disrespect me, nigga. That shit just ain't fucking finna happen, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, I don't move like that. Men don't fucking move like that. Fighting a female is what females do. You don't put your hands on no motherfucking female, dog. That's clown shit, nigga. That's weak as a motherfucker. You know, like I said, nigga, you don't use your hands until diplomacy has failed. And that's between you and another man. When it comes to a woman, nigga, if words fail, you got to get the fuck out her motherfucking face. The only time you should be putting your hands on a female is if she putting her motherfucking hands on you and you defending yourself. That's the only excuse a man has to put his hands on a motherfucking female in self-fucking defense. Anything else than that is sucker shit, my nigga. What that say? A load of accountability in this combo. Man, that's the fucking thing, dog. And that's the thing as far as like being a real motherfucking man. Nigga, real men are accountable at all times. If you can't hold yourself accountable, if you can't motherfucking be responsible for your actions, you're not a man. You shouldn't be asking for respect if you're not a man that at least respects himself enough to hold himself accountable. To be responsible for his own motherfucking actions. Nigga, if you're not raising your kids, why are you asking for respect? If you put your hands on women, why why are you asking for respect? If you don't take care of your motherfucking business as a grown-ass man, how are you asking for respect? Nigga, what, what are you giving a woman to respect? You know, like a lot of women that sit up here and say shit like, nigga, you know, what what am I being fucking um, submissive to? Why? Men ain't giving us nothing to be submissive to. Bitch-ass niggas ain't giving you nothing to be submissive to. Because like I said, nigga, I ain't got to put my hands on a motherfucking woman to make a woman submit to me. Nigga, look at me. See how I move. The motherfucking example that I put forth. The way that I get down. Nigga, every woman I've ever dealt with has been submissive. And if she hasn't been, she's the fuck up out of here. And that's it. Nigga, you submit or you get the fuck out of my face. That's it. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. This is when it, when it comes to respect. You're going to respect my motherfucking presence or you're going to respect my goddamn absence. Because at the end of the day, my nigga, if you can't respect me being in front of you, you're going to have to respect me getting the fuck away from you.
I don't need you. You're going to respect that shit. You're going to respect the fact that I could easily walk away from your motherfucking ass. And I ain't going to cry or sing no sad songs or pull the Brian McKnight. I ain't doing none of that shit, bitch. Bye. That's it. I guess it just didn't work out. I guess you just wasn't the woman for me. There's been women who I've been madly in love with who I had to walk away because the respect wasn't it. You know, that's the fucking thing, nigga. If you can't respect me, I can't fuck with you. And that's all it is. I got to walk away from your ass. I'm not so in love with you to the point where I don't even love my goddamn self. I'm I'm disrespecting myself to fuck with you. That is not going to happen. And that's us as men. We have to move in that way. Ain't no woman you should be loving so much that she calling you a bitch to your face and you just taking it because you in love. Nigga, you got me fucked up. You ain't getting to me like that. I walk the fuck away from all this motherfucking shit if that's what I got to be taking. And that's the fucking thing. What do you say? Pimp with your mind, not with your hands. Exactly, my nigga. Like, everything should be able to be settled in a motherfucking conversation. Everything should be taken with logic. Everything should be approached strategically, not emotionally. Your emotions as a man, you should never be fucking governed by your goddamn emotions. Because like I said, niggas be, you know, like I said last episode, like niggas got the definition of the streets fucked up. You know, like a lot of these little niggas be listening to these rappers rapping about shooting people and shit. And they think that's like the most gangster shit in the world. Nigga, you know how many motherfuckers I know got bodies like a motherfucker and they flat broke? How the fuck you respect a nigga who broke? How the fuck you respect a nigga who ain't taking care of their motherfucking responsibilities as a goddamn man? How do I call you a man and you're not taking care of the responsibilities as a man? Because little boys kill people. Look at them motherfuckers in Columbine. Were those gangsters? Homeboy who shot up that gay club in Florida. That's a gangster. You know, all these motherfucking mass shooters. Are those gangsters? That's that's some gangster shit. They killed a lot of people. Nigga, does that make them gangster? Was Zimmerman a gangster? Because he shot a nigga because he got his ass whooped. A lot of you niggas ain't no different than fucking George Zimmerman. You caught a body because you got your ass beat. You a gangster for that? Nigga supposed to give you some points? Because you shot a nigga because you got your ass whooped? No. And ain't nothing gangster about that shit. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, we got to strip the bullshit off a lot of this shit. Because a lot of niggas run around on bitch ass shit and they think that shit gangster. You moving on emotion. Niggas can't talk to you a certain way. Or you immediately throwing hands. It's because you move like a bitch. You allow your motherfucking emotions to take over and you do bitch ass shit. Just because you violent don't make you no less of a bitch. There's niggas writing that nigga. What's that nigga? He recently got killed. Um, Alpo. You know, the motherfucker, he he was Rico and paid full Alpo from, from Harlem. Straight bitch. That nigga probably killed 30 fucking people. But he a snitch. I don't give a fuck how many people you killed. Nigga, once you tell, you a bitch to me. Like, nigga, you you ran from your motherfucking accountability. Nigga, you ran from the consequences of your actions, my nigga. You did what you did and you told on niggas. You put your motherfucking consequences on another man. Nigga, you was a bitch. And that's the fucking thing. Niggas be thinking because a nigga shoot somebody, he less of a bitch. No. Niggas be shooting niggas and doing all that bullshit to mask the fact that they really a bitch. Nigga, a man take care of his motherfucking responsibilities, dog. Yeah, nigga, Nino Brown was a snitch. Like, that's the fucking thing, nigga. Like, 
a lot of the motherfuckers who I looked up to as men growing up ain't never killed nobody. A lot of the motherfuckers who I looked up to growing up, I ain't never see them beat nobody up. All I saw the motherfuckers do was take care of their motherfucking responsibilities. You know, like, nigga, one of the, the heroes that I hold to the highest regard in my life is my cousin Max. Nigga, I ain't never seen my cousin Max beat up nobody, dog. I ain't never seen my cousin Max kill nobody. My cousin Max was never no gangbanger. Nigga, all my cousin Max was was a real nigga my whole life. What's going on, the motherfucking pop? Like, nigga, my cousin Max got two sons playing D1 football. One of my little cousins played for USC. Another one of my little cousins played for Arizona State University. Another one of my little cousins, he had like St. John Bosco playing football. Like, my cousin Max is like the best father in the world, my nigga. My cousin Max had his kids with the woman who's his wife right now. And he just take care of his family, my nigga. That's the reason I look up to my cousin Max. I look, I look up to my cousin Max more than I look up to all the gangsters and OGs who who I was raised around. You know, even my stepdad who raised me from prison, nigga. Like I got respect for my stepdad, but I got way more motherfucking respect for my cousin Max because he did everything the fucking right way as a real nigga. You know, like my cousin Max is my fucking hero, dog. What you say, Benji? You write about the dopest people I've ever been around with solid men and women. Rapport was always solid. Exactly. What's going on, YG Blaze? You know, but that's the thing, my nigga. Like, you ain't got to be no motherfucking gangster to be a real one. You could be a fucking square, nigga. You know, a lot of the realest motherfuckers I've ever met was complete squares. No gangster shit. Didn't shoot nobody. Didn't pimp on no hoes or nothing. Niggas just took care of their motherfucking business. Nigga, they did shit the right way. You know, but that's the fucking problem with a lot of motherfuckers that's raised by the culture. They think that the streets is like the best way to make money. Like, nigga, there's motherfuckers who make square money. Nigga, that square money, you can keep that shit forever, my nigga. That square money, nigga, that, that shit hit different. When you get pulled over by the motherfucking police... And the, the, your fucking biggest fear as out, you know, outside of getting smoked because it's 2022. But your biggest fear of a, of, of a nonviolent situation when you get pulled over is a ticket because, you know, your car is in your name, all your money in your name. Everything that you bought, you bought off of shit that you earn, my nigga. That's that's the life. My nigga being a square is the shit. You know, rappers make being a square sound like it's some type of bad thing, but it's not, dog. It's cool to be a square, my nigga. You could be a real nigga and square as a motherfucker. Nigga, it ain't nothing more, more fly than having a 401k. It ain't nothing cooler than taking your woman on a motherfucking vacation off of money that you earn. And you know when you get home, home gonna be there. You know, nigga, you, you know what your check gonna look like. You know how much money you earn. And you can keep this shit. You ain't got to hide this shit. You ain't got to put nothing in your mama name or your son name. You ain't got to do no goofy ass bullshit. Nigga, being a square is the shit. But motherfuckers, you know, rappers ain't going to tell you that. Rappers make it seem like, nigga, if you ain't a street nigga, you some type of fucking loser or some shit. And that's that bullshit. Damn, this nigga's done ended my life, so I couldn't even see Jay Christian's comment. But, uh, but yeah, nigga, like, that's the fucking thing, dog. Like, it ain't nothing wrong with being a motherfucking square. 
Like nigga, it's not a it's not a knock on you calling you a square. You know, that's just a, a term that niggas in the street use, but all it means is you just not in crime. That's all the fucking mean. It's not a diss. It's not nothing negative to call a nigga a square. And that's the thing, you know, because I've called niggas square. Nigga, because like I say, I'm a square. So it ain't that me saying you square is some type of, oh, nigga, you a bitch. You ain't doing no crime. No, nigga, you just not a criminal, so you're a square. But that shit is cool. Because like I've told motherfuckers, man, like, I have the utmost respect for motherfuckers who was raised in street areas, raised around gangs. And they was man enough to take that and say, I'm cool. You know, they was able to resist the peer pressure of becoming a gang member or becoming a street nigga to just go and do what they daddy told them to do or do what they mama told them to do and just do the right fucking thing. A lot of time that take more balls than getting in the street because it's a lot of motherfuckers in the street that's only in the street because of peer pressure. They was only in the street because they was afraid to be called a bitch. Them niggas wasn't in the street because they was street niggas and they was hard. Them niggas was in the streets because it's like, I don't want nobody to call me a bitch, so I guess I got to join this gang. I don't want nobody to call me a bitch. I need some backup, so let me join the gang. Because, you know, like I tell niggas, man, truth be told, and I don't know if I said this on the last episode, but nigga, I, I know when the nigga got a gun on him. I could look at a nigga posture and tell that he got a gun on him because niggas who be having a pistol on him, niggas who be around all they homeboys, they be unnecessarily tough. You know, like this, the thing, a lot of niggas, they don't be as tough without a gun as they be when they got a gun on them. When they got that gun, nigga, they, they dick like three inches longer and shit because they be knowing like, yeah, nigga. Let a nigga say something to me, nigga. I, I wish a nigga would, nigga. They just got that energy, nigga. They they be loped up like, nigga. I wish a motherfucker would say something. I air this motherfucker out, but they don't be like that when they ain't got no pistol on. They don't be like that when they by themselves, you know. And this is the thing about the difference between real niggas and bitch niggas. A real nigga gonna be who he is no matter what, nigga. Whether I got a gun on me or not, nigga, I talk the same. Nigga, whether I got my homies with me or not, I talk the same. I walk the same. I move the same. You know, nigga, the reason I tell motherfuckers that I chose to be a truck driver is so I ain't got a cold switch. I ain't got to pretend to be a motherfucking thing. Nigga, I talk like this to my boss. You know, I don't want to change how the fuck I move for no goddamn body. Whether I got a pistol or not, nigga, you'll never know. Because I talk like this. Nigga, whether I'm with my homies or not, you'll never know because I talk like this, but that's because I'm a real one. You know, a real motherfucker going to talk how he talk no matter who he in front of. He going to say what the fuck he going to say no matter who he in front of because he a real one. Nigga, real niggas is real no matter what. Real niggas is real no matter where you put a real nigga, he going to be a real nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just going to start calling that shit a gentleman, a real authentic gentleman. An authentic gentleman is going to be who he is no matter what the fuck you put that nigga in. What he say? Motherfuckers scared to knuckle up so they get a gun. Exactly, dog. And that's the fucking thing. You know, motherfuckers, like I said on the last episode, nigga, niggas be thinking that a nigga a, nigga a shooter so he a real one. That nigga a gunner. <laughs> fuck that mean, nigga. If he a snitch, he still a bitch. Niggas be a gunner. 
but they kids call them by their first name. You ain't a real nigga to me. If you don't raise your kids, you ain't a real nigga to me. If your kids call you by your first name, you ain't a real nigga to me. You know, like I said, nigga, I spent two, three minutes in, in the beginning of this episode texting in the middle of the fucking show, fucking up my content to make sure that, you know, my kid's mom knew where my daughter was at. Anybody who know me know, nigga, I take way more pride in the fact that I'm in my kid's life than anything I've ever done in the street. Any motherfucking, any amount of money I've ever made, nigga, I'm way more proud of my relationship with my kids than I am of any of that bullshit. Because that's my number one fucking priority as a man. Being a motherfucking father. Because, nigga, it ain't, it ain't an amount of niggas I could beat up that's going to feed my kids. It ain't an amount of niggas who I'm going to shoot and kill that's going to raise my kids no better, my nigga. You know, like when you a real motherfucker, you know what the fuck your priorities are and you keep your priorities above everything. Nigga, my set not going to raise my kids. Nigga, my, my, my street cred not going to do it. That shit ain't going to get my kids in college. The example that I show my kids is what's important to me. That's another fucking big reason that I got to move the way that I move. Because if I'm moving like a bitch, I can't expect my son to be a real nigga and his daddy a bitch. You know, I can't expect to tell my son, hey, nigga, you need to go to college. You need to take care of your motherfucking responsibilities. You need to be honest. You need to be, you know, of morals. You have to have integrity. You got to hold yourself accountable. And he see me doing contrary to all of that shit. Nigga, you can't say do as I say, not as I do. Not if you a real one. You know, nigga, your biggest lesson that you're going to teach your motherfucking kids is the example that you show them. What you say, blessed that is? You just described my late husband, a real gentleman. That's all I want, and that's all I... And I will settle for nothing less. You know, sorry for your loss. You know, that's fucked up. You know. But that's the fucking thing, my nigga. As a man, you have to move as a man. You have to always keep your fucking priorities in front of you, dog. Like, that is a lot of what keeps me from moving emotional. That's a lot of why I would de-escalate a situation before I would go into a situation and try to fight a motherfucker. Because I'm always like, nigga, what's my kids going to do if I go to jail behind your stupid ass? Nigga, I done took off on you, nigga. Now we done ended up in the shootout. Now I'm in jail. What the fuck happens to Deuce and Brownie if I'm out here moving like a stupid-ass nigga? I can't do that to Deuce and Brownie. Deuce, especially Brownie. Like I tell y'all, nigga, Brownie is the the queen of accountability. Nigga, how am I going to be sitting on the other side of that glass talking to Brownie, telling her, oh, yeah, I'm in here because a nigga stepped on my shoes and I don't play that shit. Oh, a nigga, a nigga took my parking spot at Walmart and I don't play that shit. So I can't be your daddy because a nigga said some bullshit on Twitter and I I don't play like that. A, a nigga called me out my name and I don't play like that. Brownie, that's why I can't raise you. That's why I'm on the other side of this glass because I don't take no shit. No, I'm not doing that, my nigga. I am not finna be talking to my kids on the other side of glass because I don't play that shit. 
No, nigga. Like, nigga, I'm, I will de-escalate anything to the greatest ability that I have before I take that shit to violence. You know, as well as, like I said, nigga, it's the example that I want to set for my son. I don't want my son to think that it's cool to go straight to violence when somebody does or says something that you don't like. Because that's not going to end well for you, my nigga. Tough niggas don't last long, especially where I'm from. You know, like I've told a million niggas in private. I don't know if I said that shit on this show. But bullies don't last long in L.A. All that being the, the biggest strong. Debo would have got killed if Friday was real. Debo ass would have been, he'd have been murked a long time ago. Because put it like, nigga, just think about it like this. You ain't never see Debo talking like that to Big Worm. Because we don't play that shit in L.A., nigga. We don't play that bully shit out here. What they say, a man with no control over his emotions is like a city without walls, vulnerable. Exactly, my nigga. What you say, I agree with you 100%. I was in the live and they thought the opposite and tried to clown me saying that they will go to jail no matter what for their kids. Nigga, I'm only going to jail for my kids. The only only shit going to put me in jail is if somebody do something to my kids. Then it's going to be completely worth it. If you touch my motherfucking kids, nigga, I'm going to go to jail with a smile on my face. I'll plead guilty. I won't even fight the shit. Nigga, I'll be sitting in, sitting in my... Nigga, I will whistle Dixie on the way to the motherfucking electric chair if you play with my motherfucking kids. But that's it. I'm not going to jail for anything other than them, my nigga. Like, nigga, it's my number one duty in life to be they goddamn daddy. So it ain't nothing I'm going to put above that, my nigga. I'm not putting my pride above my ability to raise my motherfucking kids. You know, like I've talked about shit, I don't know, episodes ago when it comes to interactions that you have at work. Nigga, I just had a very negative interaction at work. Highly disrespectful. And I literally had to tell on this nigga. Because at the end of the day, if I would have whooped his ass, I would have lost my motherfucking job. And that's going to stop me from providing for my children. And I can't have that. I'd rather do some shit that personally I feel like it's some punk shit. than put myself in a situation where I'm going to fuck it up for my kids. You know, a motherfucker did some straight bullshit. And I really old me probably would have did some stupid shit. You know, a younger, less mature, but also a nigga who didn't have as much to lose. Yeah, nigga, I'd handle that shit a lot different. But grown adult ass Anthony? Nah, fuck that shit, nigga. I'm going to just handle that shit. I'm going to take it to the proper channels. And I'm going to handle that shit like that because as a grown ass man, you got to play the game that's in front of you. Nigga, you can't be doing goofy-ass shit when you a grown-ass motherfucking man because a real nigga got a lot of shit to lose, and he ain't going to lose it behind no stupid shit. What you say, Rod, is emotion conflicts with intelligence and common sense. Exactly, my nigga. When you at an emotionally heightened state, nigga, your intellectual capacity is greatly affected, my nigga. You can't think straight when you at an emotionally heightened state. That's why a lot of times when I get real pissed off, I get real quiet because, nigga, I got to chill the fuck out until I can handle my next fucking couple of moves. I sit the fuck back when I get pissed off because I don't want to put myself in a position to permanently lose something because of how I feel temporarily. What you say, bless that? Okay, because I'm thinking, what can you do for them behind bars? Exactly. Nigga, your ass is sitting in motherfucking jail. 
you know, writing letters and sending motherfucking uh, illustrated pictures to their motherfucking ass. Man, fuck all that, nigga. I need to be able to be hands-on. I like to be present for things. I can't be present from prison. That's that bullshit. You know, and that's the fucking thing, nigga, when it comes to being a real nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, one of the biggest things when it comes to being a real nigga, an authentic, real motherfucking gentleman, a real man is honest. You know, real men keep their motherfucking word, nigga. I don't just make promises in order to break them motherfuckers. If I say that shit, I'm going to do that shit. That's another one of the things that demands and commands respect as a man. When you a man of your word, a motherfucker can't help but to respect it. When you honest, a motherfucker can't help but to respect it. When you going into an interaction with a woman, if I want to fuck with you long term, I'll tell you that. If I just want some pussy, I'm going to tell you that. If I'm playing the field and I got multiple women who I'm fucking with, I'm going to look. I got about three or four. I'm trying to make you number five. What's the motherfucking deal? You take it or you motherfucking leave it. A woman can't help but to respect that shit. I'm not finna sit up here and lie. Fuck, I'm a lie for. I don't owe you no motherfucking dishonesty. Who the fuck are you for me to lie to? You're a stranger. I don't need to be lying to no goddamn strangers. And that's the fucking thing about being a real nigga. Because this is one of the things that a lot of motherfuckers don't have. A lot of motherfuckers can't be honest. A lot of motherfuckers are not honest. A lot of motherfuckers run around this motherfucker lying to everybody. You know, like I said on Unplugged from the Matrix, this motherfucker sitting here lying to the internet. What the fuck would I lie to the internet for? I don't owe you strange ass motherfuckers no goddamn dishonesty. I ain't got no motherfucking reason to lie to a bunch of niggas I probably ain't never gonna fucking meet. Like, that's the fucking thing, nigga. Like, niggas be sitting up here lying for no goddamn reason. You know, like I said, as far as, nigga, the reason not to lie. You sitting up here on the motherfucking internet losing respect from niggas who really know you in real life to gain the respect of motherfuckers who you ain't never going to meet. That's that bullshit. I don't know you motherfuckers no dishonesty. I ain't lying to shit. I'm going to tell your motherfucking ass the truth. I couldn't call myself a real nigga if I'm a liar. How the fuck you a real lie? That shit don't even motherfucking go together. So a real nigga don't lie to no motherfucking body. An authentic motherfucker ain't lying about shit, my nigga. I don't pretend I'm some shit that I'm not. I don't put up no motherfucking front. For what? I don't say shit about a nigga that I wouldn't say to the nigga. You know, because I said that shit long ass time ago. 99 times out of 100, when you sitting there talking shit behind a nigga back, it's going to end up going to his ass anyway, so you might as well have just said the shit to the nigga. I don't like talking shit about niggas behind their back because a lot of times, somebody going to run to that person and tell them what the fuck you said. So you might as well say it to that motherfucker. And if it's anything that you was afraid to say to them, you should not have said that shit at all. You know, just like what I said as far as the whole story about me in junior high when the motherfucker put hands on me. Not that I was afraid of this nigga, but I should have said that shit to him. Because the fact that I said that shit to everybody else 
allow him to come at me with the preparation that he had when he ran up on me. Because if I'd have just said that shit to him, as opposed to saying it about him, me and him could have handled that shit one-on-one. And that shit would have went completely motherfucking different. But because I handled that shit in the wrong way, in a way that men don't conduct themselves, I had to deal with the consequences of my motherfucking action. And like I said, nigga, when I turned around and caught that nigga in the same position he caught me in, I didn't capitalize on it because as a real motherfucker, I don't move like that. To me, running up on one nigga with all your homies, bitch shit, as far as I'm concerned. That's an unfair motherfucking advantage. If it's me and six of my homies and I run up on a nigga who I got a problem with, nine times out of ten, the way that I would have handled it, hey, nigga, y'all niggas fall back. I'm finna go beat this nigga ass real quick. I'm not finna bring all my homies with me. No, I'm cool because I can't predict what the fuck they going to do. So I don't want to get in a situation where, nigga, I'm putting my paws on a nigga and now I got to stop what the fuck I'm doing because these niggas jumping in. I don't want to be looked at as a bitch-ass nigga because the way that me and this nigga was squabbling, once my homies jump in, nigga, I'll, I got to relinquish any credit that I get for beating this nigga ass if I'm winning or if I'm losing. Because like I say, nigga, a real nigga could take an ass whooping. A real nigga, win, lose, or draw, is going to eat that. If I win, I won as a man. But if I lose, I lost as a man too. But I ain't run. That's all the fuck it is when it come to being a real motherfucker. A real motherfucker ain't gonna run. Like I said in my last episode, a bitch ass nigga is somebody who creates the energy of violence and runs from it when it comes back to him. You create a situation where you're in conflict with a person. You create a situation where you're at odds with a person. And then you run from that shit when that energy comes to you. You're a bitch ass nigga. That is not the conduct of a motherfucking man. When you a motherfucking man, if you get into an interaction where it goes in that way, nigga, whatever the fucking consequences of that action is, you take that. If your ass didn't want to get into a fight, you shouldn't have spoke up on a fight. If you didn't want to get into that interaction with a motherfucker, you shouldn't have created the energy that made that shit go that way. You should have de-escalated that shit if you didn't want that motherfucking problem. So me, nigga, if I end up in a situation where I got to squabble with a nigga, win, lose, or draw, nigga, one-on-one, and it is what it is. I'm not bringing all my homeboys with me. I'm a real nigga, nigga. We just going to have to hash it out, nigga. Win, lose, or draw, it is what it is, my nigga. A real nigga could take his motherfucking L. You know, nigga, I squabbled. That's all the fuck it was, my nigga. Oh, you got your ass whooped. I squabbled, nigga. I ain't run. That's all the fuck it is to it, my nigga. You know, these motherfuckers is raised in this YouTube world star generation. So now it's like, oh, nigga, I saw you on world star. Nigga, you saw me on world school, world star squaring up, nigga. I did something 90% of these little niggas ain't doing. Nigga, these little niggas now take an ass whooping to get to shooting up shit. Like I said, you can't call Zimmerman a bitch if you get beat up and then you start shooting. Because that's what Zimmerman did. You the same bitch-ass nigga he is. So my thing is, like I said, nigga, if you don't want that motherfucking energy, nigga, don't fucking speak up on that energy. Don't run around talking that tough shit, and then when the motherfucker pull your car, nigga, you can't handle it. Because like I said, nigga, it is what it is, nigga. The more you play tough, the more motherfuckers gonna want to know if you actually tough. 
The more you play tough, the more you're going to have to prove tough. So you better off just run around as the man that you are authentically. If you ain't no violent motherfucker, don't be. Don't allow peer pressure to put you in a bitch-ass nigga's place. Because it's a lot of motherfuckers in prison right now bent over. Because they wasn't as tough as they thought they was. It's a motherfucker right now holding a nigga pocket with Kool-Aid on his motherfucking lips. Because he wanted to fall for the peer pressure and pretend he was tough and he really wasn't. You know, it's a million niggas in the street who ain't ain't tough at all, my nigga. They really scary, nigga. They joined the gang because they were scary. They didn't join the gang because they was tough. They joined the gang because they thought the gang was going to get their ass back up. Nigga, now they in prison. Backing it up. Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. It's just shit that real motherfuckers ain't gonna do, my nigga. You know, nigga, real motherfuckers don't gossip. You know, nigga, we don't talk behind motherfuckers back. You know, and even, you know, something that I've, I've said as a real nigga, you know, and this is like I said, nigga, the honesty of a real nigga, even when a real nigga is speaking on somebody he don't like, he don't lie. Like, nigga, it's motherfuckers who I do not like. I just flat out, I don't feel these motherfuckers. I'm not a fan of these niggas. But I'm never going to speak down on the nigga as a lie. If I don't like you, I could still be honest about you, even though I don't like you. Because nine times out of ten, if I don't like you, it's for authentic reason. So I could tell 100% of the truth about you, my nigga, and still not like you. Like, there's niggas who... I feel like the niggas are fucking weird or want some real shit. Straight goofy. Is the nigga musically talented? Yes. Still goofy. Goofy is a motherfucker. I'm not lying on the nigga because I don't like him. You know, niggas said, oh, that nigga, that nigga music whack. He ugly. He stupid. He can't read good. He ain't got no hoes. He always tripping over his feet. He suck at basketball. Nah. There's niggas I don't like, but they're immensely talented. You know, there's motherfuckers in in all realms of things who I'm not a fan of. I don't like them niggas. That don't make them no less talented. Nigga, just because you a bitch-ass nigga, that don't mean your music suck. It's niggas who I don't like, but I listen to their music. This shit banging, man. I don't like this nigga, but you can't tell me this song ain't tough. I like the song. He just a bitch-ass nigga. Two things can be true. But as a real nigga, I ain't lying on nobody. As a real nigga, I'm not finna sit up here and lie. I'm gonna tell the truth. Because you you a bitch-ass nigga, no less. That ain't gonna make me lie. I ain't gotta lie because you a bitch-ass nigga. I'm gonna tell the truth about your bitch-ass. Good and bad. So if you talented but you a bitch-ass nigga, I'm not gonna discredit your talent. Yeah, you are talented. Nigga, when I was a fucking Laker hater... I couldn't stand the motherfucking Lakers. Hated they motherfucking ass. Didn't even like Kobe. But I would never say Kobe whack. I don't like that nigga. But Kobe is the second greatest motherfucker to ever touch a goddamn basketball after LeBron. Second, my nigga, not third. Nigga, Kobe dope as a motherfucker. Even when I didn't like him. When when, When Kobe was playing, I couldn't stand his motherfucking ass. But I never said Kobe was whack. I always knew Kobe was dope. Nigga, the fact that Kobe was so dope was part of why I hated him so much. Because this nigga was stupendously, nigga, out of this world dope. 
what he say, what you say, Trill. He don't lie, and he will say the same shit he's saying to you to them. Exactly, my nigga. I don't lie to no motherfucking body, my nigga. You know, my little bro Trill, no, nigga. I don't lie about shit. Got no reason to, nigga. Just because just I don't like you don't mean I'm a fucking lie about you. It is what it is, my nigga. You know, if, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. If I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. But what your talent is, that ain't got nothing to do with whether I fuck with you or not. And this is real niggas. Real niggas don't lie on nobody. A real nigga can sit up here and talk about a nigga he don't like without lying about him. I don't put no lies on nobody, my nigga. If I don't like you, I'm not finna put no snitch jacket on you because I don't like you. I'm not finna say you a bitch because I don't like you. You know, like nigga growing up, nigga in the street, nigga gang banging. It's motherfuckers who was straight enemies, my nigga. Ops, as these little niggas say now. Just because you a op don't mean you a bitch. Like, because this nigga, so I had immense respect for, nigga, they was ops. I didn't really fuck with them, but at the same time, like, I knew that nigga, that nigga do his thing, no. So if you ask me about a certain nigga, like, hey, nigga, uh, you know, you you heard about such and such from whoop de whoop Like, yeah, nigga, I don't, I don't fuck with that nigga. Oh, yeah, nigga, you know, he a bitch. No, he ain't no bitch. I don't fuck with that nigga, but that nigga ain't no bitch. He, he would all the bullshit. Now, if I run into this nigga, we gonna have problems. But he ain't no bitch, though. You know, he just, he from over there, and I don't fuck with them. And that's what it is, my nigga. You ain't, I ain't gotta put bitch on you. I ain't gotta put a snitch jacket on you. I ain't gotta say that you did something you didn't or didn't do something that you actually did. Because I don't like you. Because real niggas don't move like that, my nigga. A real nigga could be real no matter what. You know, whether or not I like you is irrelevant to what the fuck is going on in life. Nigga, if, if you a good father, you a good father. You a bitch-ass nigga, but you yeah, yeah, good father, though, my nigga. I don't like that motherfucker, but, man, that nigga raised his kids, nigga. I, you know, his I just seen his son play basketball. That nigga's son got a wet-ass jumper. His daddy a little bitch, but, hey, nigga, his son dope. And that's what it is, my nigga. You could you could say a nigga doing this thing because as a real nigga, you real 100% of the time. You honest all the time. You know, just like when you break up with a female. I don't call my exes hoes and bitches and stupid and crazy. And y'all don't never hear me do that shit, my nigga. Even when I'm talking to a new woman, I don't sit up here and... Oh, my ex, that bitch is so dumb and toxic and she a liar and she a hoe. I don't put no lies on my exes. What happened, happened. What didn't happen, didn't happen. If I was wrong, I was wrong. Because like I tell motherfuckers, nigga, I'm not afraid of my demons, my nigga. I don't run from the skeletons in my motherfucking closet. If I did it, I'm going to say I did that shit. If I didn't do it, I didn't do it. If you did that shit, I'm going to say you did that shit. You know, like, nigga, I, I live in my truth, so can't nobody expose me as a motherfucking liar. When you a real nigga, can't nobody expose a real nigga. Like I tell motherfuckers all the time, like, nigga, ain't shit you gonna say that's gonna have me shook. It ain't nothing that you gonna say that I did or didn't do that's gonna have me like, oh, please, please don't tell nobody that. You can't fucking blackmail me. Now I'm a real nigga. You know, like I told y'all, nigga, like, like my favorite rapper in the world, Sugar Free, said, nigga, screenshots don't scare me. I know what the fuck I said. You know, that's the thing when you a real motherfucker.
can't nobody expose a real one. You expose a fake. You expose a fraud. You expose a phony. You can't expose a real motherfucker. Because a real motherfucker walk in what the fuck he is at all times. Nigga, no matter what it is. Nigga, if I did it or if I didn't do it, I'm a real one about it at all fucking times. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Real motherfuckers is real no matter what, my nigga. Real niggas don't fucking complain about problems. We solve them motherfuckers. You know, that's the fucking thing when it come to being a real motherfucker. You real all the time. You know, like I said, nigga, because this episode is just about the conduct that is becoming of a motherfucking gentleman. You know, like a lot of the shit that I see, like I told y'all, as far as the alpha male community and all that old shit that I don't really fuck with, my nigga. A big part of the reason I don't really fuck with those platforms and I'm not really a fan of the fans of those platforms is because a lot of what those platforms push is relieving you of the responsibility and the accountability of why you're not having the interactions that you want to have with women. You know, because like I said, real motherfuckers don't complain, nigga. We solve problems. If you're not getting a woman, it's not the woman's fault. If you're not successful with women in general, it's not women's fault. That's your fault. Women don't see you as desirable, and that's why they don't fuck with you. It's not because they like all this other toxic shit that you ain't. It's something that they like that you don't have, and you have to move the fuck on. Or you have to find out what the fucking problem is. What is it about me that makes me unsuccessful with women? What is it that I'm doing wrong that is making these women go to other men and not me? That's what you should be focused on, my nigga. But motherfuckers be too busy looking to find a way to relieve themselves of the accountability and the responsibility of the fact that they're failing in something. Like, nigga, you should be trying to fucking focus on, nigga, finding better cologne, dressing better, you know, working on how you speak to women, what you're saying to women. You know, getting your bag together, getting your money right, nigga, getting your fashion right, talking to some women and finding out what it is about you that makes you unsuccessful with women. But going to find a platform to tell you it's because women is stupid. Use a that's some bitch ass nigga bullshit. That is conduct unbecoming of a real gentleman, my nigga. And you need to fucking fix that shit because a real motherfucker. Don't bitch about the problem. We solve it. You know, real niggas don't ask why me. Real niggas ask, how do I fix this? And that's what it is about a real motherfucking man, my nigga. Real motherfuckers is real. A hundred percent of the time, my nigga. You know, I've said a few times, nigga, 99% of niggas ain't a hundred. But a hundred percent of niggas, that's a hundred, is a hundred, a hundred percent of the time. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, Get you some merchandise at too much game podcast.store. T-O-O much game podcast.store. Um, you can also cash at me at Uncle Dolomite. Um, 
Support the other Oh yeah Nigga If you like to support The motherfucking team It's patreon.com Slash townhouse media Town E house media Support the other Townhouse media podcast Sports for you podcast Sports Number four Letter U Um Live on Tuesdays And Fridays 6pm Pacific time Or 6.30 One of the motherfuckers With Mark John Watson And Nick motherfucking Freeze Follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite on Instagram and Twitter. At Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram. Too Much Game Pod on Twitter. Um, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. All that shit. What's going on? A new number podcast. How you doing, Riri? What's up, sis? But, um, you know, I think that's it, man. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too Much Game. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.